And it's funny because the first meeting, I walk in, and there's Lawrence. Right. Yeah, so you... it's just like, you know, there he is, and I'm like, oh, that's a gorgeous man, you know? And, of course, he comes up to me in the coffee break room, and, you know, would you like to go out to dinner? I said, sure, you know? So, yeah, we were on. Plus, I haven't had a man in years at this point, and Lawrence, to me, was gorgeous. You know, I mean, he wasn't somebody I would see myself with long-term, okay? Granted, I just, yeah, it just, I just want to fuck the shit out of him for a little while and be happy, you know? <laughs> I figured I've got a couple of years clean. I've deserved it. You know what I mean? Then we were planning on going down to Atlantic City for the weekend. Okay, so we didn't really make it out of town. We got to a hotel, you know. He just kind of looked at me, said, you want to check in somewhere? I said, uh-huh, yeah. You know, we were on. Worst sex I had in my life. Oh my god! Oh, Lawrence. you know, Lawrence. Oh, it was bad. That's oh, not good because you're an expert. I was, <laughs> you're an expert. Oh man! Five minutes later, I'm going get me out of here. You know, I mean, so I just, I was just kind of like, okay, like how do I get him home? And I started, you know, like figuring out I've got to get this guy back home. So yeah. I said something about I wasn't feeling well. Wow. How about we call this a day? Denied. Let me take you back home. Lawrence. You know? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, so I took him back heart. home, and there were bags all over his front lawn. See, what he did not tell me was that he was living with a woman at the time that he went out with me, who did not take well to the idea of him going out for the weekend with me. So she had taken all of his clothing and belongings and thrown them out in the lawn and thrown him out of his house. Oh, that's a long So day. he picks his things up and he goes, I don't have anywhere to go. And I said, you didn't tell me you were living with somebody, you know? And he goes, I don't have anywhere to go. And I'm going, now you're moving in with me? He goes, I don't have anywhere to go. I'm like, oh my God, you know? I mean, he had nowhere to go. What do I do? Yeah. So I took him home. I mean... Lawrence, give me an idea where he came from. He had been molested as a child by his father. His father was a drug dealer from Puerto Rico. And as I start talking to him, you know, and he, he tells me the story about um, the alien abduction, I freak out. And he said something came out of the lake. Do you have this? Do you have his personal, like you know, a detail? Was he? He was fishing. Was he driving? You know, I mean, what do you have the exact story he told you? Um, he was down there with his brother, um, swimming. He said he was down there swimming, um, and that's all he remembers is what that he, something came out of the lake, and then he said when he like sort of came to, um, he said he felt physically violated. So I mean, maybe they did. All he told me is he felt really violated. So, so I think that, you know, did the anal probe thing or something, you know? Oh, my God. So so what do you mean something came out of the water? Is there any detail at all or are you just... No, he just told me that, that some kind of craft came out of the lake. And because remember, he told me the story once. I got the story out of him once. Supposedly, there's a road, a highway, onto this lake that actually has a sign warning of UFO activity. And there's photos of it you can see online. I mean, there is a lot of people that have had encounters at this lake. But he said when he woke up on the ground, he felt violated. So he knew that something had happened to him. You know? He says his brother was abducted with him. And he said um, his brother actually died of suicide a few years after that. 
Oh my God. So, oh man, I have so many questions. Yeah. I just, I just, it's too bad. There's only so little of detail there, but uh, that's crazy. So we don't I have to stick on I haven't been able to that. get him to talk to me about it much after. I mean, I have once or twice checked with him saying, are you sure you told me the truth? Yeah, I mean, I don't see why this. he's lying. And I mean, I, it's just one of those things, man. It's one of those things that's so interesting to me. There was this, um, I think it was Harvard or Cornell, one of these top Ivy League universities. The guy's name was John Mack. He was the head of psychiatry at, at like, top university. He went out and studied all these people that claimed to have had alien abduction experiences. And he comes back and he says, there really is some something going on here, and they do need treatment. And he actually created, like, a treatment, you know, and, I mean, this is like the head of this top university publishing. He did, like, a five-year study of people that have been abducted. How, I mean, there must be a lot of people having this because counselors were coming to learn how to treat somebody that's had an alien abduction experience. And I'll never forget this. I said, according to all this research that Max put together, you should have a scar on one of your knees of a half moon, either on your knee or on one of your shoulder blades, and I asked him to let me see. And he had a scar of a half moon on his right knee. If, you know, your story's true, and looking at the scar, looking at your experience, you know, I'm believing you, right? That something happened. Oh, my I mean, God. This is so... Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you hearing this? <laughs> We're going well, deep. We're going deep today. To <laughs> I, well, this is, this is part of my... Well, I, I mean, if you were to look at the data and, and see how many people are saying that not only did this happen to them and all this evidence that's coming out, surgeons are pulling implants out of people. I'm not kidding you. No, surgeons I, are pulling, I, I, I have... Even the scars. I mean, they're saying that the scars are either on the right knee or the right shoulder blade. And I actually had him pull up his pant leg and show him, and he had a scar on his right knee. And I can see Lawrence's problem. He's not going to go into treatment saying, oh, I've got all these problems because of an alien abduction. He's not going to say that. You know, he turns to drugs. He runs away from home. He hits the streets because he can't cope with what he said happened to him. So he tells me that he just couldn't cope with this whole thing. So at 13, he runs away from home in New York. So, so he's now on the streets at 13 in New York. Well, what does a young, good-looking boy do? He turns into male prostitution. This is where we bonded in a, in a lot of ways, okay? But when he hit 16 and he got to be over six feet tall, you know, he, he, he's a big man. Um, he, of course, graduated to pimping. And he, his story is that, you know, he'd fallen in love with this one girl that he was pimping. And um, another pimp had tried to take her from him and killed her. He, in revenge, killed the pimp. So he's he's got a rough oh life going. God. His his, his body, Christ. his body. Let me tell you, his body is covered with gang tattoos, scars from stabbings, scars from shootings. I mean, he's had a rough life on the streets in New York. Now his drug addiction had gotten so bad at this point, he started turning to armed robbery. So he starts actually holding up armed robbery massage parlors because he knows, I told you, we're the target of bandits that know that most places where there's prostitution aren't going to call the cops. So he starts doing armed robberies of massage parlors in New York. He eventually gets caught. 
and he gets sent up to prison for two years for an, an armed uh, robbery charge. I've seen his criminal record, so I, I know this is true. It was in prison for this armed robbery that he found Narcotics Anonymous and got clean. Okay, and he was a bipolar manic depressive who was on lithium. He came at me with a spatula and shoves me up against the wall, so he has this violent episode, and I'm going, okay, you cannot stare. He's all, I'm sorry. Let me make it up to you. We can work it out. You know, again, worst sex of my fucking life, you know. <laughs> and then it was over. He just looks at me, and I go, go back downstairs. And, <laughs> you know, he that wasn't going to work. So he went back down to the basement where, yeah, that was not going to work. But I conceived Gabby that night. Wow. So there she so is. So she barely, she barely came into she existence. She barely made it. But it was, she barely made it, you know, that one opportunity to get in. So yeah, she barely made it in. That's so funny though. <laughs> God. And, you know, then all of a sudden I start puking and I'm getting the morning sickness and I'm going, oh, no, 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 no. If I tell him I'm pregnant, I'll never get rid of him. Never, never. Oh, my God. So I was telling everybody, please don't tell Lawrence I'm pregnant, you know? And, of course, everybody told Lawrence I was pregnant. So he starts telling everybody how we're going to get married and I'm going to have his kid and we're going to live happily ever after. But in the meantime, he's having these crazy demonic episodes, right? So there was no proposal? It was just kind of like a force? I don't want to say force, but, you know. uh... Well, he proposed to me back in Allentown. We were watching television in our underwear, and he hands me a ring and's like, you know, and made a proposal, you know, because, and I said, I don't want to get married just because of the kid, you know, and no, 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 I want to be married to you, yada, yada. So I'm really not wanting, I I, I know a marriage isn't going to work, and it's going to be another mouth for me to feed. I can't, I'm going to have my hands full with the kid is the way that I'm looking at it. And I'll tell you why. Everybody, what happened is, Grandmother, mother, and Lawrence all seemed to be of the mind that I needed to be married before she was born. Yeah. So they were all trying to tell me that I had to marry him before she was born or she was going to be a bastard. And I'm like, I'm just looking at my blood pressure going through the roof, right? Because, <laughs> you know, he- I'm just thinking, I just want to have this kid. Because here's the thing. When I left in October, I started to pack my things, and Lawrence went, you're only going to be gone for a couple of days. Why are you packing everything? And I was like, oh. He goes, I'm not letting you go. You're never coming back. He he wasn't stupid. Now, what I did was I convinced him that I was only going to go visit my mother before the baby was born. So I had only packed a few clothes because if I packed anything else, he would not have let me out of the apartment. It's unbelievable. Because I also had this OBGYN in Los Angeles, so I felt like it was better that I be in L.A. I had my mother and grandmother around me. I had health insurance. Oh, that was another thing. I had health insurance in California that I didn't have yet in Pennsylvania. So, um, and then there he is. And I'm going, no, because in my mind, he's an out of control bipolar. Was he, was he mad? Was he like, what? You know what I mean? Well, as I'm like, what are you doing here? As I'm like, what are you doing here? How did you find this place? Grandma's standing there smiling her ass off. She's like, you two needed to be together. You have a baby coming. 
Ugh. and you should be together, and you guys need to work this out. <laughs> oh, Great. I'm like looking at her going, Grandma, this is not normal problems, okay? This is not just, like, we need relationship therapy. I mean, I thought I'd explain to her the guy was out of his freaking tree, and he was dangerous, and he would lock me in the house for weeks on end, right? I mean, I barely... I, I barely got out of Allentown. I had to lie and say I was going away for the weekend just to get out of the apartment. Yes, yeah, you know, I had. You know, I mean, and here he is now sitting in the car. I'm like, what? You know, I know he doesn't have a job. I know he doesn't have any money. He doesn't have a car. You know, I'm like, oh, like, you know, and all grandma's just going, well, family needs to be together. You two need to talk. And I'm like, no, 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 grandma. Now, mind you, she's in a one bedroom apartment. My mother is sleeping on the couch where are we even going to put this man you know i mean we're all in this one bedroom apartment right and i'm just like I, i'm so angry i can't even speak you know and it's funny because i do remember I, I i i lost it i started like really angry like i couldn't even cope with it and i started to just walk off I mean, I just, I saw him, I saw Grandma smiling, and her, you know, oh, you need to be together shit, and him smiling, because that's when I find out he's been calling her and charming her, and saying that I'm just hormonal, and that's why I left, and I'm just not thinking clearly, and, you know, this whole thing, right? Yeah. And I mean, I just blew a gasket, and I just started to walk off. I mean, I was just like, I can't even cope with this, I need to get out of here, you know, I started to go back to my car. I didn't know where I was going to go, what I was going to do, but I just had to get away from these two lunatics. I remember Lawrence even reached out to grab me because he's arguing with me, trying to get me to stay there and talk to him. And as he grabbed me and tried to grab my purse and my keys away from me to stop me from leaving, he broke my finger. Oh my God. Yeah. It's he a good start. The shoulder strap. Yeah. Great start. He breaks the shoulder strap on my purse, grabbing my purse. And as he's grabbing the keys, he actually fractured my finger. So, you know, I, now I've got to contend with this finger issue. So I'm in the ER that night, you know. And, I mean, I can see he's doing it out of love. Mm -hmm. I can see he's doing it because, you know, he obviously wants to be a family. I get that. But, you know, grabbing me and breaking my finger when I'm upset, it's <laughs> like, like, not the way to do it, no, right? it's not. So he's saying we got to get married now before the baby's born, and I'm going. Mm -mm. <laughs> so um, yeah, fuck that. His mother, my mother, my grandmother, and him plotted the wedding. So they had plotted um, that I was going to get married whether I like it or not. It's like a surprise birthday party, only it's a wedding. <laughs> kind of like that because all of a sudden Lawrence pops on me. Everything's set. We're getting married. Get in the car. And I'm going, no, I'm not marrying you. So we, this huge row. And he's screaming at me, we're getting married, you know. There's talking about, we were yelling all the way to the church. I'm going, I'm not marrying you, you son of a bitch. And he's just, you're marrying me. I mean, you're, you know, I mean, just back and forth all the way down to the church, right? Yeah, what two lovebirds we have here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, this is where it gets wilder. But when we walked in the church, the minister um, pulls pulls me and my mother over and says, I can't go forward with the ceremony yet. Why? And the minister says that 
Lawrence is being demonically uh, oppressed, and that that's why he's having these episodes. He can see it in Lawrence's eyes, and that he needs to do a deliverance on Lawrence before he'll consent to the marriage. Now, that just freaked me the fuck out. I mean, you can imagine, I'm essentially being told that my fiancé is demonically possessed by this minister. Okay? Yeah. Minister sits down to Lawrence and starts explaining to him that he thinks that there's a demonic entity that is controlling him, that is trying to block our marriage, uh, trying to kill the baby, yada, yada, and he asks for Lawrence's consent to do a deliverance. Um, now, mind you, Lawrence has been throwing me in the car and yelling at me all the way over there, and his eyes are that black again, okay? Because when he'd have these episodes, his eyes would go black. His energy would go black, you know? And it was a pretty strange experience to watch this minister lay hands on him and deliver him and Lawrence change. I, I watched him change. When you say deliver, what, what do you mean by that? Like what? Puts his a... hand on his head and starts doing an exorcism. And Lawrence, mad, I mean, it was like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like Jekyll and Hyde. He changed into somebody else. How long did the, it take? Was it like, went away. did he flip no. out? I mean, what was the... I mean, I just wanted. He'd more. been flipping out. He'd been he'd been angry, and his energy was dark, and and his face was hard, and I did not see any love out of there. Let's put it that way. I mean, there's all this anger, but then when the guy laid hands on him, his whole spirit changed. His eyes changed. His face changed. His energy changed, and it he became meek. He became like a lamb. I mean, I I, I couldn't even explain. It, what, I'm I'm this this is too much information for me. I'm like, oh great, now I'm marrying a guy that just been demonically possessed and exercised. You know, I freak out and I go lock myself in the bathroom. Oh my god! So hold on a second. I'm sorry to keep stabbing at this. So he puts his hand on him, and how long does that take? Does he say any prayers? Like I don't know how this works. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, it happened so fast. He started saying prayers. Yeah, he did start saying, I don't remember what prayer. Yeah, he but did. that's fine. I don't, but... you know, but I saw something strange happening. There was an energy coming off the preacher. Lawrence changed into somebody else in front of my eyes, and it was pretty mind blowing to watch. But I also couldn't really handle this. That's why I just like freaked out and went and locked myself in the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, it's ins you know? that's insane that that just happened. So now, now uh, you're, you're seeing you're seeing this all happen. It's stressful. It's your wedding day, and yeah, this you, is my wedding night, right? So you go to and you go to the bathroom. So now he tells me that Lawrence is now delivered. Yeah, I mean this is insane. Just to let you know, it is. I felt like I was watching the freaking lunatic asylum in front of me. I mean that's why I went and locked myself in the bathroom. Tell my mother get rid of him. I'm not marrying this guy. Send him home. You know, just just get me out of here right now. My mom says, look. All this fighting that you're doing on marrying him is what's making your blood pressure high. She says, look, she goes, just marry him. Just get it over, you know, get grandma off the back, get everybody happy, stop fighting, and then have the baby, and then divorce him. <laughs> that's, the, that's the plan? That just this seems like it's, it's prolonging. She goes, and I'm, I'm, she's like, look, he's not leaving without getting married. Grandma's not going to let him leave without getting married. She's like, just stop arguing with everybody, marry him, have the kid, then divorce him. Hmm. She's like, this is just something you just need to go through. She said, maybe he will change after the marriage. Okay, fine, maybe he'll change after the marriage. Oh, you know, I mean, 
I was just like, just wanted to get everybody shut up and off my back, right? So, I mean, so yeah, I said, okay, tell everybody fine, I'll come out and marry him. So what is that like? I mean, so all this happens, and then you come out of the bathroom. Well, you Mm -hmm. just, you just, all right, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I said, okay, let's go, let's do it. Um, what a disaster! Pretty, this is the worst wedding. This is the worst wedding I've ever. Heard. I'm, I'm telling just... <laughs> you, I know. By the morning, when I realize I find him on the I couch, mean... he goes, "Well, I know you were tired." I said, "Don't try to lay this off on me." You know, really, you couldn't even like come to the same bed with me, really. You know, so I tried talking to him about what the minister had said about how if he didn't. Um, fill himself up according to the scripture with God, uh, was, you know, enough that more would come back. Okay? It wasn't long before he went into another episode. All right. So I knew that was going to be a whole story. Um, I just wasn't expecting it to be that story. <laughs> <laughs> telling you, it's, it's strange stuff in my life. Well, it was in I hear them steal 